Hello, hello, good morning. It's your girl Rachel Real bringing to you another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy on this podcast. I'm talking about narcissistic relationships or toxic relationships. They all tie in together. It's to bring awareness to narcissistic abuse and helping people to really understand what it actually is and trying to keep it as simple as possible and not make it too deep. I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm a life coach and I am also a survivor of a five-year relationship slash marriage. I survived, got out of it. Alcoholism was a part of it as well. It's not to shame the other person. It's not to shame anyone. It's to bring awareness so that people can live healthier lives and just be kind to one another and better people and hopefully those who desire to get help who perhaps suffer from that personality trait disorder, they can become aware of it because I truly feel that a lot of the people who have it, they don't know they have it. Those of us who find find ourselves in it and get abused by it, we never heard of it or really understand exactly what it is. We're just thinking somebody just might be having a bad day. Then those bad days turns into, the days turns into months and the months turns into years and things like that. So my purpose for my station is to bring awareness, join the community with um, making people aware of what it is. And it's very confusing. You know, I'm gonna talk a little about it. Again, I'm walking, I do my walk and talks. So this is another one of those days. So if you hear the birds chirping, cars driving it's just because I'm walking and talking outside and again I feel that it is my life purpose to help other people to just navigate through this journey we call life understanding exactly what narcissism actually is it's a I hate to say just because it's not just but it is a personality trait it's just like you have people who happy-go-lucky you might be having a bad day a good day things like that your personality is basically a pattern, you know, a pattern a pattern of things you do. And a lot of the times people confuse narcissism where, or excuse the narcissist because they feel like, oh, they're just having a bad day. Oh, we all get mad sometimes. We all can have a raging moment sometimes, things like that. I can tell you for sure, as one who used to suffer from PMS, there were those times of the month, uh, where, you know, just to be straightforward, it was just that time of the month when you have your period, for those of who might not understand, but that time of the month, it's like a week before that time, I would just be very irritable, and again, it was a pattern each month, so once I became aware of it, I knew to stay away from certain triggers, I knew to challenge myself when I would get irritated or short, be short-tempered at the moment, I knew to put the work in to be able to be different so that I wouldn't keep making excuses for myself. Oh, I fussed this person out because of that. Or, oh, I did this because of that during that time. So back to the narcissist. And I think why it's so prevalent with men is because women tend to, if we're a little off, we tend to get therapy or we're kind of forced to get therapy in a sense because we have so many people having expectations of us to be like, look, girl, you off. You need to get some help. You need to do something. And we'll go and do it. Or like you have so many counterparts where 
there are people who are holding you accountable for so many different reasons because they have the expectations of you being a better person. So we get help to not be the B word, not be the angry black woman, not be just, you just moody or whatever. We tend to strive to be the best moms, the best wives, the best girlfriends, the best workers, the best whatever it is you are, whether you're single, whether you're self-employed, we just want to be the best version of ourselves. So we're always, not everybody, but we're more quick to put the work in than men are. So I think that's why the numbers are definitely off in terms of the percentage of people who are narcissists. Once I learned about it, because I began to see a pattern in my last relationship or my last marriage, I I noticed something off because at first I'm like, okay, you know, what's up with you? Why are you, why'd you switch up? Why are you mad? Why are you this? Why are you that? You know, you go on vacation, all of a sudden the person was nice before you boarded the plane. Then you get on the plane, or by the time you get off the plane, good morning, they're just in a whole total different mood. Like literally where the mood would just shift a lot. And a lot of these things you're not going to see up front because they don't show it to you. And by that time, you have pretty much introduced them to your family members. You've already been like, oh, they're just a nice, really, they're just a nice person. And meanwhile, that's what a narcissist will do. They will show you the kind side of them to lure you in. And then next thing you know, when the mask slips, because they, nine times out of 10, have not put any work in to be able to challenge themselves to be a better person. And the more and more I did research, I just was trying to have enough compassion to be able to be understanding and empathetic to be like, okay, all right, maybe you don't, you're doing this because of that. Maybe so the cognizance, and I know I may be using terms that you might not get, but I'm going to have to use them anyway. And I just encourage my listeners to please, please, when you hear me say a word that you might not know what it means, please look it up because there's a name to all of the different types of actions that takes place with a narcissist. You know, the behavior has a name. The different types of behavior that they, that you will experience from them have names and you have to learn how to really understand what the names, what they mean. Um, I had to do that because when you see a pattern, again, keep in mind, this is not a one-time thing because everybody who acts a certain way or who, who are a little off or mean or whatever, We can't just be saying, you know, hey, y'all are narcissists, you're a narcissist, you're a narcissist. It's a pattern. So, and there are ways that you can avoid these people as well, which is why I decided to do a podcast as well as a channel to join the community of people because it takes a whole village, you know, of people to really bring awareness to this personality trait disorder that people have. It's not always, oh, a person who... um, you know, from what we experienced from the last administration um, running our country. It's not just that. That's the obvious. Good morning. It's not um, just, you know, some psychopath or sociopath. No, these, on the low end, there are people who look just like you and I, just regular people. Not that you can see me, but I'm just saying they are regular people. So, I think a lot of the times we miss it because we're thinking that we're looking for somebody with some thorns on their head or doing the obvious like things that's obvious you know oh they're just angry like they come out the gate looking like that or 
they, you, you look at their history. Oh, they assaulted somebody. Or, oh, they did this. Or, oh, they did that. You know, on, on the level of assault. Or on the level of being evil. Things like that. Sometimes you just automatically think. But they're, you know, you have the covert narcissist. You have the malignant. I just encourage you to definitely... Um, if you're in a situation and you see a pattern from someone who's not making you feel, I don't want to say not making you feel good because we are responsible for how we feel, but if you have someone in your life, they definitely should not be the cause of your tears, put it that way. They shouldn't be the cause of your tears, or if you're a man, they shouldn't be the cause of your pain or frustration because sometimes men will hold tears back, so I don't want to like ignore the fact that women can't be narcissists, you know, because like I said, the whole population or the numbers, the statistics are definitely off because how do you even know who's who if you're only going by who's diagnosed? Because in order to get diagnosed, they would have to seek out therapy. In order to seek therapy, you would have to think that you have an issue. And if you don't, <laughs> if you don't know that you have an issue, you're not included. You're not going to go seek help and you're not included in that statistic, which is why at my, I'm 52 now, but at the age of probably 46 or 47, you know, encountering this situation, I had no clue. I never even knew. I thought, you know, okay, I can, I know personalities. I know who I can vibe with, who, I, who I know who would trigger me, who I thought anyway. And that's, you know, okay, I don't want anybody conceited. I don't want anybody arrogant. I don't want anybody who's evil and irritable and moody and insecure. You know, I have all of these different things on my checklist that are the obvious, you know, but I never knew or understood that, okay, you learn that, you know, you're telling somebody in a relationship, and that's what I'm speaking on today, relationships, like the romantic ones, which you're, you're telling someone who basically who you are and you know they're sitting back like oh I just want to learn about you you know I just want to make sure I'm the man that you want me to be I just want to make sure that I please you you know things like that and all along it's a facade it's a mask that will eventually definitely slip off but they're not saying much about themselves and they're acting like they're so intrigued by you and all along they're just basically taking all of the mistakes that they made in the previous one relationship and didn't do what that person wanted them to do and try to think and think that it's going to work on you and take that as the base for being the best version of themselves or for you as they think and all along again it's a facade so if you find yourself again in a pattern where the person has a pattern of Gaslighting and gaslighting is just making you always question your reality. Always when you're like scratching your head, like, I know what I'm talking about. I know that that didn't happen or that did happen. And you're trying to have a conversation. They're like, no, it didn't. Something's wrong with you. Like when that's always happening and it's a pattern, that's a red flag. When someone's, uh, it's called love bombing. Love bombing is basically someone who's rushing you know you meet somebody and they're like oh I love you so much oh I know you're my wife or I know you're my husband whatever it is like I said I'm I'm a female so you're going to hear me speak from the female version not just like the men but 
I just have to really speak from a woman's perspective. And it's one of those things when that man is just rushing you to the altar, you know, and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, this is so great. No, that's a red flag because in two months you think I'm your wife and we haven't even gone through ups and downs and things like that. Red flag. And again, it's just to rush you because if you take your time, you're going to probably, not probably, you will see who that person really is. So it's very important that you take your time and you ask questions and you don't give all of the information about yourself um, up front. You know, just stay stay neutral. You know, you can have yes, no answers, but don't go into details telling somebody all about you. Um, make them earn it. Take your time and find out who they are, you know, find out what their highs and lows are and things like that and how do they react in certain situations, you know, when things don't go their way. Like if you're driving, you know, how do they react if someone cuts them off? If you are out in public and, you know, maybe the waiter or waitress didn't get the order right, how do they respond to that? How do they respond to their kids when they have differences? Um, it's just a lot of signs that you can look for and I'll go more into to them later. And I'm going to just take comments and questions and things like that so that I can help people because it's so much to learn and I feel that I can be more useful when somebody has a question. Again, I'm not, I'm speaking from experience. I know the work that's needed to put to, that you have to put in to strategically either get out of the situation, there's a strategy for that, or if you're in it, there's a strategy on how to deal with it as well, and I have that. You can look me up, we'll tap into my life coach services, your choice life coach services, and again, we can talk about getting the support needed, you know, if you feel that your situation is so messed up that you have to get into therapy, I definitely recommend that you seek a licensed professional and make sure because all of them are not created equal all therapists aren't created equal coaches counselors things like that you have to make sure someone who's who's compatible for you um because therapists and counselors they can gaslight you too having you question questioning your reality been there as well where they're trying to act as if you're wrong or you're off and don't let the narcissist be in on a session with you because you will be leaving, you will leave so broken, worse than what you were, because now you're being told by the therapist or you're being, well, they're questioning your reality because they believe the mask that the narcissists have on and they're believing them over you, which is a very bad feeling. So you're gonna have that experience as well. So you just have to be very careful to stay true to yourself and understand who you are and get your power back and again that's a process and your choice life coaching services can help with that again if you need somebody who needs to give you medication or you feel like you need more than coaching services that's another avenue that I am not licensed to help you with but I am here to help you with strategies on things to do when you're in it things to do to get out of it so that you can keep your sanity and get your life back, take your power back and live a healthy life. And it's my prayer that people who have the traits, you know, the more different commentary, I mean, different um, 
influencers and content creators are speaking out about narcissistic people, narcissistic personality traits, that it will just bring awareness that people who want to get help just be like, hmm, maybe something is off about me. Let me get into therapy. There's this guy. He has a channel. I think he's on TikTok. He's on Twitter. He has a YouTube channel. He has a podcast. His name is Mental Illness. And I'm impressed with just his work that he's putting in because he understands he's been diagnosed for four years that he has the uh, narcissistic personality trait disorder. So it was a good thing that his therapist recognized it because a lot of therapists, they don't. They'll just be like, oh, he's normal, you know, when they don't even understand the full pattern and they don't call this thing out. Now, I've done so much research because, again, I didn't want another failed marriage. So I felt like I needed to do everything in my power to stay in it, no matter what, to the point where I packed up so many times. I attempted to leave. I did leave. I went back. Like, come on, please, please just do right. Please, let's make this work. And it's like, you both say your your sorries and you're thinking you're dealing with a regular person who's really genuine and mean what they're saying. And that cognizance dissonance kick in where, and look that up if you don't understand what that is, but you really just make excuses for bad behavior you know oh he just snatched that remote oh he just pushed me or bullied me or towered over me he didn't mean it he was just I was just talking a lot or yelling and he had the right to stand in my way and not let me out or let me out the kitchen knowing he's double my size and you know you just start making excuses oh he just yelled because he was having because I yelled too or Maybe my, like some of the stuff didn't even make sense. So it started coming to me because I started to like chill with responding. I started to take my power back because I was like, you know what? If I keep coming up with excuses every time this man does something to me in terms of yell and stuff like that, I'm just going to not say anything now. Because if I don't say anything, then let's see what happens. And I began to do certain things and I was like, now, mind you guys, this is me coming and going, coming and going, looking crazy, marrying two times and filing for a divorce a third time. It was crazy. So crazy. Looking totally crazy to the point where they will have you all over the freaking map if you don't get it together. Because it's not about them. It's about you. So that's why I said, you know, you ain't crazy. Um, and even if you do things such as you know, in my situation where I'm married two times and divorced, just divorced for the third time, it's coming up where it's going to be final this time, but I literally had to go no contact, and again, we'll talk about it, I might be all over the place now, because there's so much to talk about, which is why it's much easier when you have certain um, topics, but again, this is a walk and talk session where I'm just talking to help people to understand that this thing is real. Um, Narcissistic people are real. It's just, again, it's a personality. It's just like happy people are real or people who are consistent with who they are are real. (laughs) That's their personality. 
You know, it's even like some people, okay, they're not morning people. You're consistently not a morning person. Uh, people who are night people, you're consistently a night person. Um, narcissistic people are consistently narcissists. You know, if you look up the patterns, it's so, so much, man. It's a lot of content out there. Read it, educate yourself. And the therapy comes or the coaching comes when you're trying to get out of it. But if you feel like something is unusual, I really encourage you to do your own research and research it because it's going to take some time because there's so much out there. Some is inconsistent, some is consistent, but most of it is consistent when it comes to the patterns because you're going to be like, you know what? That's exactly what I'm dealing with. He was so, so nice. And it's almost like a high because you're like, where did that person go that I met? Where did that person go? Like you keep chasing it. You keep hoping you, you know that they're in there and you're thinking this is a regular situation and they're just going to resurface. And unfortunately, they're not. That person never existed. It was all a mask, which is why when you research narcissistic people, you see two faces. And as I said before, it's not just two faces. They have several faces, but we can start with the two faces, right? So they will literally, like when I tell you in my situation, oh my gosh. And I, I can say I gave up so much information because I felt like a new, new to the, I didn't know that man. You know, just because somebody graduates with your sister does not mean, oh, you know them because you went to the same high school, but you hadn't seen each other in 30-something years. You don't know much about them. And then being the fourth wife, okay, that's a red flag because you couldn't get it together before. Like, why would I think I'm any different? Um, But again, you attract who you are. Like, I take full ownership for my just uh, being agreeable and my cognizance, dissonance at the time, you know, just wanting the best, hoping the be- hoping for the best, and going by with what a person showed me who they are. So I'm not going to, you know, beat myself up, and guys, don't beat yourself up, because things happen. And again, it's not to be angry or mad, because I see that brother now. It's like, hey, how are you? And you keep it moving, because if they're not putting in the work, you already know what you're in for. And most of them don't, which is why the, the statistics are off, because a lot of them just, they don't, they know deep down inside something is wrong with them. They know. I ain't crazy. They know something is off because they've heard enough people in their previous relationships tell them, dude, why? Or they've seen enough tears with people crying. Oh, my gosh. They've seen it. They've heard it. It's not the first thing because they deal with those internal demons, you know, that they're constantly battling. And I can only imagine you know, the comma that they have to deal with. And that's why, like in my case, mine abused alcohol. So not only was I dealing with the narcissistic trait, I had to deal with the alcoholism as well, where it was like, look, what you going to do? You know, because I'm not going to stop drinking. What you going to do? So at the end of the day, <laughs> you ain't got to ask me twice. You know, when I, when I see and I've done my research and things start not making sense and the lies and, you know, Oh, you, you, you put your children before me. Now, mind you, I had a child who lived on the West Coast. First of all, they're grown men. And to put them before my spouse was totally the opposite. Because I already, you know, I respect marriage. I respect the authority. The, uh, just the whole covering, you know, the hierarchy where the man is the head of the house. Like, I, I'm a submissive type of woman. I love to submit to my man, which is why... I would only choose or thought I was choosing 
the type of man that I felt could lead my household. But when somebody puts a mask on, don't fault yourself, guys. Somebody has on a mask. Don't sit there and be like, oh, my gosh, why? Why did I? How could I choose somebody like this? How could I have not known? How are you going to know if somebody's wearing a mask at the end of the day? You don't know who people are. Man, I wanted to, now that we're wearing masks in this climate we're living in now, I see people, I don't know who they are, and that's with a half a mask on. So can you imagine somebody who has a full mask on? You're not going to know. You don't know that they're faking you. All you can do is now equip yourself with enough information so that you can identify them because you can. Once you know, which is why it's so important for people who have survived this thing, um, to speak out. You know, you don't have to be some therapist or anybody or even a coach. You just have, if you know you've experienced it, share your experiences to help the other person. Share your experiences that maybe those people who are diagnosed, well, go back to diagnosed. They can't get diagnosed if they're not there. But those people who might have these traits, they might have something in them that be like, you know what, I do want to be a better person. That's on a low end, but at least it's a start that even... uh, they might be like, you know what, let me start doing some, I don't know, some, some soul searching or, you know, look into themselves, even if they try and fall off, at least nothing beats a failure but a try. So at least they're working on that and they can hopefully try to get some help. You know, it doesn't mean that they're not going to continue to be narcs, um, you know, because you hear, oh, there's no, there's no cure, there's no... It's almost like there's no hope, and I I kind of beg to differ. I'm not going to make excuses for them. I just feel that anybody who's willing to put in the work can have a better life to some degree, can hopefully catch themselves, you know? At least if you have some awareness and you're being, you're being a jerk, you know, I believe that there are half of people, there's a group of them who want to do better, and even though they might struggle with it, at least they're trying to do better. Like, oops, sorry, made that mistake again. I'm going back to ignoring you, which is basically called uh, gray rocking um, when you ignore someone. But they stonewall you. Stonewalling is basically, we gray rock, well, survivors will gray rock you, but that's basically ignoring them. But stonewalling is when they give you the solid treatment. So I know in my situation, I I would call out things, but I didn't understand what any of this stuff was, which is why I'm speaking on it. Because I was like, why? You know, because he was like, oh, you just call me out my name. First of all, I'm not one to be calling somebody out their name. You know, he would take something to the daggone extreme. You called me out my name. And meanwhile, they try to, again, gaslight you, like having you question your own reality. Reality, Like, dude, I am not a person who just goes calling people out their names. Are you crazy? That is not who I am. But they will say it enough, try to accuse you of cheating infidelity like dude are you kidding me I'm around you 24 7 just like I go back to when he was like oh you put your kids before me back to that my kids are grown and they were grown at the time as well where I'm like dude first of all one is on the west coast like that makes no sense like the lie started to not make sense at all one is on the west coast and I'm on the east coast the other one don't come around because of the situation that I'm in. It's so dramatic and up and down and inconsistent and toxic. And not to mention the alcoholism, you know, not wanting to bring his family around because my spouse is, and you don't know when he might drink too much or whatever the case may be. And I began to not even feel comfortable not having 
my family over because again just the level of toxicity in our in our marriage as well as the abuse of alcohol and my grandbaby I'm like whoa you are not going to drink around her and it's like look you can't tell me what to do in my own house da 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 and I'm like you know what you're right so I just started to transition just started to transition to not uh not feed into to the BS anymore because I'm like man you're full of crap because you're lying and then he would tell other people the same BS lying I would literally walk in on him lying had he had one of his friends one of his friends reached out to me like you can't put your your sons before your husband dude first of all that's not I'm not that one I don't do that you know I love my kids very dearly I was married to their dad for 17 years and my it didn't work out um we grew apart, whatever the case may be, but we remain very close friends and turned our kids well. And that was years ago. Got married in 1990 and it ended in 2007, 2008. You know, here we're in the 2019s and whatever, 1918, the teens. And meanwhile, this marriage that began in 2017, it's like, what are you talking about? Started dating in 2015. What are you talking about putting kids before? We were like one happy, one big happy family at one point and never knew it was a mask until I began to do research and really understood and saw a pattern because you're not going to see this. Narcissism or narcissistic relationship is a pattern. You have to see the pattern. So again, this is not again to, my point is they will lie, make up stories and don't think twice behind it. I used to be like, how in the world, and I asked them, like, how in the world do you sleep at night? How in the world do you wake up and look in the mirror knowing you have screwed people's lives up? Like, how, how are you okay with that? That's when you know there's that lack of empathy. You know, they will show you exactly who they are, and some will tell you, like in my case, exactly who they are. I just didn't know what to associate it with. I didn't know that me being told, you know, him telling me that, you know what, I have an issue with forgiving people. He told me that. I have an issue with forgiving people. I hold grudges. I don't know how to let go. I've always held on to it to hold it as ammunition so that I can unleash on whomever it is when he's triggered. So you know what, guys, guess what? Who do you think that person is going to be? Who do you think is going to trigger it? the person who's closest to you and in this case husband and wife it was the wife me so I'm getting it I'm going to you're going to unleash on me everything anybody's ever done to you because you hold grudges with people who are far gone away from you they're not in your life it could have been something that happened to you in high school middle school anytime and you're in your 50s and you're still holding on to stuff so I'm going to, not to mention, again, I was the fourth wife. So I'm getting ready to pay for everybody else's wrongdoings against this man. That was a red flag. But I'm like, okay, you can't hold grudges. We're just pray, we'll just pray about it. Meanwhile, that's the cognizance dissonance where I just ignored it and made an excuse for it. So then with the excessive drinking... I was just like, 
okay, you know, he talks about pain, he talks about hurt, so that's why he drinks, and meanwhile, I'm just like, hi, how are you, I'm just like, uh, is it possible you can just drink at night while I'm sleeping, another cognizance this in this move, it's like, girl, stop, this man is who he is, and meanwhile, you know, you can't stop it, he likes to drink, he likes to abuse alcohol, and does not care who's around him, who's coming over, where are you going, I used to be like, okay, can you just not drink or get drunk before we go to an event, then I just stopped wanting to go anyplace, because at the end of the day, you know, he's always the most drunk, it's like, okay, can we just have a drink and enjoy the festivity, enjoy the event, no, and not to mention, if I said something, it would be a trigger, because he's going to feel like, you know, oh, I'm, you trying to handcuff me, you're trying to make me, you know, do what you wanted me to do, what you want me to do, like, it was always this defense, man, so it's like, again, guys, I'm getting ready to stop my video, I mean, stop my recording, I don't want to overload you with information, because I'll have content daily, and just bringing some more information your way and just really trying to encourage people to just be more aware. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Just be more aware of, guys, I told you I'm walking, walking and talking. Be more aware of what narcissist really is. Don't, don't, you know, people always thinking, oh, because you're a bad person, you're having a bad day, you yelled, oh, you're a narcissist, or <laughs> you're just having a moment. We all have them. We all have moments. We all can get smart. We all can be, you know, sarcastic. You know, I'm not talking about these one-ups or here and there. We're talking a pattern. It's a pattern. It's just who this person is. You know, that's what, when it falls down to narcissism, when you have the love bombing, that's basically, I'm going to smooth you over, give you all of this stuff that I think is going to win you over, and then I'm going to treat you like crap. That's what it is. I'm gonna, that's what love bombing is. It's nothing wrong with doing nice things for people, so don't be afraid of that. But it's just one of those things where you have to look at it when it's overboard. You know, this man would tell me, I love you, just when I got up to use the bathroom. I love you. You get up to go to the, to, from the bedroom to the kitchen. I love you. Okay, babe, I'll be right back. Okay, I love you. Like, it was just overboard. And what would help you if you didn't say I love you back? Um... You know, when you feel like you're walking on eggshells, that's a sign. You shouldn't feel like you're walking on eggshells in no relationship. You shouldn't feel like you can't communicate in a relationship without, you know, granted, there's always a time and place for everything, but it surely should be, uh, babe, what's a good time for you where we can have this conversation because I want to respect you, respect your time. That's male or female. What's wrong with that? You know, you should, both parties should be heard you know it's all about reciprocity when you're talking in a relationship it's not oh you can do this and I can't vice versa no it's about respecting each other treating each other the same way you want to be treated so that's what it's about and again this podcast is all about letting you know you ain't crazy you know what you're feeling don't doubt yourself don't beat yourself up if you're in it because it's not it's not about faulting anybody. And don't be like angry and bitter. Oh, I knew you were a narcissist and I knew this. Because it's not even about 
damaging the other person or trying to get them back. This is all about awareness, all about awareness for both parties. You know, it's a, on both sides. It's awareness for the narcissist, for them to understand, you know, yo, you got an issue, whether it's male or female, you do have some issues that we need to look at or you need to look more into it and don't try to diagnose them or call them out on it. It's, I mean, you can call them out on it, but don't be trying to diagnose them. But try to, you know, get help together. Meaning, show the pattern if you got a journal about it. Show the pattern. You know, for the last month, good morning, for the last month or two or for the last year to be, you know, I've noticed this. You know, you're very short with the kids or your patience is very thin, da-da-da-da-da. You know, maybe we should get some therapy or some coaching to try to find ways to do better in this situation. You know, approach it that way opposed to blaming and shifting because narcissists will do enough of that they will blame you that's another sign someone who never takes accountability they just blame, blame oh it was her fault because of this it was his fault because of that he never does this he she never does that like there's no accountability that's a clear red flag nothing is ever one person's fault it's never you know it's always both parties who are in it you're just as guilty as the other one like for me even if me staying in a situation I'm not going to walk around and be like oh it's his fault because of this happening it's that fault no if I allowed it to happen I'm just as a fault as he is because I'm in it you know if somebody's having a fight or doing something you know the police is coming he's locking up everybody he or she is locking up everybody it's just one of those things you're guilty by association so disassociate yourself when you have that situation so that you're no longer a part of it and again that's another story for another day in time this is all about trying to make the world a better place where people can respect each other because again narcissistic people are just not out there evil and causing confusion most of the times people who are really affected by the narcissist are people who are closest to them they're usually very kind to people who are not unless it's somebody who triggers something you know back to the waiter or waitress or the car the person in the car that cuts them off i mean they'll come after those people things like that but typically like associates acquaintances things like that they think they're they'll think that they're like the nicest people in the world it goes back to that two-faced and the person who they live with is like whoa that is not the case he treats me like dirt or she treats me like crap and they don't know so again because when you think of a narcissist the regular kind I'm talking about you're I'm not talking about the sociopaths and things like that that's on another level um those are the obvious like ain't nobody going to keep staying I'm not saying that they don't because they do stay with people who abuse them and all of that stuff but I'm talking about the ones where it's tricky because they look like angels. You know, they look like they're sheeps and wolves. Wolves and sheeps clothing, I mean. Wolves and sheeps clothing, you know. And meanwhile, you're thinking they're so nice and you find yourself with these monsters who can be so, so evil. Like, almost demon-possessed type evil. It's crazy. So, again, guys, I'm going to shut this down. And it's Rachel Rill encouraging you to, again, start doing your research. And if you see something that, or you're feeling something that doesn't feel right, dig more into it. You know, my YouTube channel will be up soon. 
we can talk about it. I'll offer some one-on-ones and you can sign up for my coaching services as well if needed. If you're in it and you have questions, again, I'm not a licensed therapist, I'm not a counselor, I'm a life coach um, and a survivor of narcissistic abuse slash alcoholism abuse from my um, soon-to-be ex-spouse. So, and again, this is not to shame him. This is not to shame anyone who has that disorder because I look at it as, you know, someone who might struggle with bipolar, someone who struggles with um, personality disorders. I mean, other personality disorders, borderline personality disorders. Like, it's so much out there that, you know, things happened. Not to make excuses. Again, this is not to excuse anyone because ignorance does not excuse you and nobody uh, who has this stuff are allowed or should be allowed to bring harm to other people whether it's physically or whether it's emotionally let me be clear on that you are not excused however two wrongs don't make a right I don't want to beat you down and all of that kind of stuff I just encourage people who are struggling in that area get some help find some kind of therapy tap into any free resources or set aside a budget like get some help to really find out what's going on with you that make you that if you don't think you have a problem because nine times out of ten you don't which is why you go to relationship after relationship or if you're a serial cheater you know things like that get yourself some help like the emotional pain that people endure from this type of behavior these types of behaviors is crazy you know and again I'm not talking the murderers and stuff like that because I didn't have that experience. Thank you, God. You know, and that might be somebody else who has to, I'm sure, who's a content creator who can help in that area or a therapist or counselor who can help in that area. I'm speaking from the ones where, again, who might not have killed but have the, probably have the potential to, and they really need help and probably know it's no doubt in my mind that I know my ex knows something is wrong with him, which is why he probably abuses the alcohol. And my heart really goes out to people who are suffering like that and don't seek help at all. Like, are y'all crazy? Get some help. There's, it's not normal to abuse anything. If you're abusing alcohol, drugs, gambling, sex addiction, addiction porn addiction, like all of these addictions, it's not saying somebody doesn't watch porn or or go gamble or something like that. It's the pattern when it becomes abusive, when you're abusing it. Abusing it. It's just like people who, hi, people who drink. There's nothing wrong with drinking, but when you abuse it, yeah, it is. Just like eating. You overeat, balance it. At the end of the day, can you do whatever you want? Absolutely. But when it comes to hurting other people, no, you don't have the right to do that. You know, so this is what this is about. Get yourself some help and people who are in it. Stop making excuses for these people. Stop, you know, leave them. And I don't want to hear, oh, I can't or this. You know, you got to strategize. Nobody's saying wake up and leave today, but don't stay in it unless you just want to die like that. Now, back to you can do whatever you want. Uh, People who are victims and they're staying in it, you know, or people who are who were victims and don't follow the necessary steps will get the necessary coaching or counseling therapy to avoid those situations like get equipped arm yourselves learn 
the necessary tool, get the necessary tools you need to arm yourselves from uh, people who have that personality trait disorder. Because it's not a game, guys. It's not a game. It's not back to, don't think, oh, because he didn't kill me, he didn't slap me, he didn't put his hands on me, it's okay. No, it's not okay because mentally they will break you. They will have you questioning yourself. They try to break your self-esteem and all of that. They will try to break you down. And that's the personality of the person. Again, you look at the pattern. And when you see it and you can identify it, then you know, well, something's not right with this situation. Let me take my life back. Let me take my power back. And then that's where your energy should be. That's where you should put your energy. So again, guys. Peace and blessings to all out there. It's your girl, Rachel Real, bringing you some more content today as I walk and talk out here this morning on You Ain't Crazy. You are not crazy. Trust and believe that. Follow your gut. Follow your instincts. You have two brains, one in your head and one in your belly. Follow it. If something seems off, stop putting in the work and listen to the other content creators out there who's here to give you support there are support groups for uh, self-aware narcissists I encourage those people to get into them uh, to even see hey am I one do I have this pattern you know I'm sure anyone who is you've had enough people to tell you even if they can't identify it as such they'll tell you that something is off and then those people who are victims I pray that you will do your research and get yourself out of that situation and those of us who are survivors keep keeping on and continue to stay strong and talk to other people and help them as well you know takes a lot of us to speak out on this thing to bring awareness that prayerfully we all can live better healthier lives as we talk about narcissism and bringing it to the forefront all right i'm out love you guys bye